0: Hey everyone, it's Jefferson Graham. You are listening to the audio companion to the PhotoWalks TV episode about the Oregon coast, the great, rugged Oregon coast. If you're looking for an amazing place to go this summer, you can't do much better than Oregon. It is so gorgeous in the summer when it's not raining like it does most of the rest of the year. And it is so green and it is so lush and you're just not gonna see a coast like you're gonna see up there. You can see examples on the episode, youtube.com slash photo. Photo Walks TV. Otherwise, I want to tell you all about it. You know, there's 363 miles of rocky, rugged coastline, home to all sorts of fish, crabs, seals, puffins, and some of the most iconic lighthouses in the world. Not the most lighthouses. I looked that up. That's in Michigan. You didn't know that, did you? Um, But the lighthouses in Oregon are gorgeous. They're so much fun to photograph. Again, it's a fantastic spot for a photo road trip. And I drove all 363 miles from Hammond at the very top of the state near Astoria down to Brookings by the California border, showing the best photo spots and what to do while you're there. The key stops are Cannon Beach, which is home to the iconic Haystack Rock, And it's one of the locations from the classic film, The Goonies. In the episode, you will meet the mayor the woman who churns out thousands of saltwater taffy pieces every day, and area photographer Andrew Funderburg for suggestions on where to photograph. And then we also go to Newport, which is a classic fishing village. We meet up with Janelle Goplin, the owner of the Clearwater Restaurant, for a downtown tour and local photographer Sharon Biddinger to see the hidden spots. Finally, in part three, it is on to Bandon, otherworldly Bandon. It's an out-of-the-way-but-so-photogenic spot down south where Susan Dimmick, the owner of a local motel and a master photographer, joins me to show the art of how to photograph local icons, howling dog, wizard hat, and face rock. But let's start with Cannon Beach. This is Seattle and Portland's favorite beach town. It is a classic, nostalgic beach town with... Uh, um, you know, it's all about taffy and the coast and sand and art and glass blowing. And this giant rock, a 235-foot haystack rock, smack dab in the middle of this little town. It peers out at you from every nook and cranny pretty much everywhere you look. The rock, which is a lava formation from long, long ago, is the symbol of the tiny city. It's a trademark of the state and its home to some pretty amazing early morning tide pools, glorious sunsets, and wildlife that hang at the top of the rock. Most notably, look out for the tufted puffins, which visit the rock from April to July. The top photo spots beyond the rock include nearby Ecola State Park, the Tillamook Rock Lighthouse, the four-mile stretch of walkable sandy beach, and that funky downtown. On Hemlock Street, the main thoroughfare, you're going to find many art galleries, a summer theater, craft breweries, bookshops, and many stores devoted to selling you flip-flops and hats that say Cannon Beach. Or they'll rent you boogie boards or bikes that you can ride on the sand. Look out in the morning, you might see some horseback riding going on on the beach as well. As I said, it rains a lot in the fall, winter, and spring in Cannon Beach. So summer is the special time to visit and the best activity of all is free. Just check the tide tables and find out when low tide is. If it's 6 a.m., get out there at 6 and enjoy every minute of it because you'll be able to practically walk all the way up to the rock, which normally would be covered with ocean water. You'll be surrounded by tide pools containing starfish, crabs, and other marine life. Go out for breakfast, come back a little later, and see the tide pools covered up in the haystack rock immersed in water. Return for high tide on a good weather day, and you you just might see the most glorious sunset ever because, let's face it, colors against the big sky always look better with a rock in the foreground, right? Now, let's get back in the car. Let's drive about two hours to Newport. It is a historic bayfront. it's home to working fishermen and women, cute shops, waterfront restaurants and local sea lions. And it also is home to the Art Deco Yakinna Bay Bridge, the historic Yakinna Head lighthouse, and the rocky terrain of the Devil's Punch Bowl Park. The walk through town is about a mile. 1.7 miles, if you continue up the hill, and you should, to the Yakinna Bay State Recreation Site. This is where you'll find a great view of the bridge and a second but closed historic lighthouse. Newport is a two-and-a-half-hour drive from Portland. It's at 1.5 hours from the state capital, of Salem, and the second-largest city on the Oregon coast with just over 10,000 residents after Coos Bay. But much of the city is fast-food restaurants, motels, big-box retailers, and it's quite skippical. You came to Newport to visit the waterfront to see attractions like the bridge, Devil's Punch Bowl, and Lighthouse, and visit the aquarium. That's where you want to be. That's why our photo walk begins on the southeast side of the bay at the Embarcadero, which is a hotel and a marina. This will give you a cool view of the boats and the bridges behind it. Then you're just going to continue going up the way all the way to the get to the bridge overlook. Afterwards, hop in the car and get over to the Devil's Punchbowl. But before you go, once again, check the tide tables. You'll need low tide to be able to walk in and see the unique rock formations because when it's high tide, the ball is full up with water. Now let's get back in the car again and drive about two and a half hours. Bandon is best known for two things, a Scottish-style golf course, the Bandon Dunes, and those amazing rocks from so many years ago. In town, you've got fishing, great eating and drinking, and you can walk right up to the Coquille River Lighthouse. But for photography, the highlight is the natural beauty, those rocks and varied sea stacks of all shapes and sizes. I'd like you to tune into the PhotoWalks TV episode to see why Face Rock has been named and how to look at it correctly. Susan Dimick shows us just how to do that in the show. The other big rock that's really popular is Wizard's Hat, which looks like the kind of bonnet you might see for Harry Potter. You could spend days in Bandon. You can keep going to check out these rocks every day, and every day they're going to look different. Have fun. Bandon is hard to get to because of its position in the state, but it's well worth it. Hope you have a great time. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how your trip went. Um, Look for me. On Twitter or Instagram, at Jefferson Graham, send me an email, photowalkstv at gmail.com. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Jefferson Graham.